Congeniality and the Third Runner Up podcast. We hope you're enjoying our podcast and thank you for your comments and likes on Instagram. Remember to subscribe to us on iTunes and Spotify and on social media. We're on all platforms Apple, what is it called? iPod. Yeah, Apple Podcasts. Yeah. You know what I told Grace another day? Get your ear pods. Oh, I say that all the time. That's so easy to say. I say iPods sometimes. And Daniel's like, what? (laughs) Don't act like you don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, you know what. He Interpret mine. That's what. He knows what we're saying. language. So, today we are talking about church hurt. Man, wow. We've been wanting to talk about this one for a while. We have. This one could last a long time, but. We'll try to make it. Uh, but I think this is something probably most everybody. That if you've been in church long enough. Has been a church member has been through. You've had to experience mm-hmm. it probably. Sadly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's just like family. Your family's going to hurt you at some point. And church is your chosen family in a way. And it really stinks. Well, the only way I can describe things like that is it's it's almost like a death or a... Divorce. A, a divorce. It's it's like really serious. Makes you feel yeah. like that. You know, it's that important. I mean, I see people in counseling all the time for it. There, there's even whole classes now taught in universities on spiritual trauma and hurt. So, I guess, you know, today we just wanted to talk about it, put it out there. Be real. Let you know how we've overcome it. Yeah, and everybody's been through it. And you'll probably, as long as you're in the church, you'll cons- you'll consistently go through yeah. church hurt. I think the way you find yeah. I don't know, the way you channel it or handle it. I don't know. If it, it yeah. gets better with age, it gets better, but I still think it hurts. Do you remember, like, the first time that happened to you, maybe? Yeah. Um, I can remember when, when the church that I went to growing up split because I was old enough. I was older. It was hard. Like, yeah. 18 or something. Yeah. And I remember it just being, like, a death. Mm-hmm. I remember when you went through that. Yeah. Because I was kind of going through some similar stuff, and it was hard. Yeah, because you, you at that point, you get your heart attached and people. And and they are definitely like a family. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes closer than your family. I can just remember the pain of it being that church split. Yeah. It hurt. 
it hurts so bad. And I could only imagine, I see my parents going through it. Oh, and yeah. It was a whole thing. Yeah. Like emotional, mental, physical thing that we went yeah. through. It is mm-hmm. traumatic. And it took a while. It takes a long time to get past that. Yeah. My, at my first time being hurt by church, I can like truly remember. I can laugh about it now, um, but it was not funny then. You know, I, I can laugh about it because um, I grew up in a really, um, a church that really was very conservative about dress and just certain behaviors um, within the church that yeah. aren't necessarily like spiritual disciplines or something like that. Like, it's not a spiritual discipline not to dance, you know what I mean? Right. But like the church I grew up in where you did a praying knee and a dancing foot did not go on the same leg, you know what I mean? I got in trouble. I didn't go there. Yeah. And drinking was the devil's dishwater. Yeah. You don't know. But, so, uh, some friends and I that I used to sing with, we used to, or we actually danced at a wedding uh, rehearsal dinner. thing. Was, what? Yeah. It was karaoke. Yeah, it was rehearsal, but we were, yeah. doing, oh, we yeah. were singing karaoke. The baby got back. Right. And so, I mean, there's questionable lyrics in that, but it was like not at church and it was just dancing. There was no drinking. Oh, no. We were, nobody was saying cuss words around there. I just want to also say that I remember exactly what I was wearing. I had on a black turtleneck and red corduroy pants that were not super tight. Mm-hmm. So, I just like that's not, you're not naked. Mm-hmm. That's not naked, you know. But anyway, so we danced. Well, the church found out that we danced. Yeah. To inappropriate lyrics. And which we were, today would not be considered inappropriate lyrics. Consider- right or wrong. <laughs> but um, so we got called in by the deacons of the church on a Saturday. The thing was Friday. This was Saturday. Three girls, like teenage girls, okay? And we were told that we could sing a special yeah. on Sunday because you're supposed to sing on Sunday. Because we were not being appropriate. Yeah. And I remember as a teenage girl, like, I was yeah. devastated. Yeah. It hurt so bad. First of all, you're being called in front of all these, like, men. And um, so Brenda was real yeah. upset when yeah. she found out that we had gone to some meeting and didn't have, like, our parents there. And she oh, yeah. didn't know anything about it and all this stuff. So um, I think my dad called the pastor and um, he tried to be nice and say, hey, you know, we have some concerns about this. We don't yeah. think this was handled the right way. And my mom said, you give me the phone. I said, oh, Jesus, take the weed. <laughs> and that song had wasn't even out yet. Um, and she said, listen to me. She said, you let your daughter shake her butt as a cheerleader all over every Friday night in front of the whole town. And you're going to act like my daughter's being a hooch for dancing at a wedding reception and i was like oh my god mama just called the preacher out (laughs) (laughs) and i don't really know what he said but mama was upset rightfully so i remember that rightfully so my mom will still say i remember when natalie's mama called them (laughs) she said your daughter took her butt all over the whole town of (laughs) such and such did you get to hear them having that conversation? Yes. You did? Oh, God. And I was, like, sucking my thumb in the corner. I was just, like, mad that I was supposed <laughs> They wanted to know who that other girl was. If she went to church there, that was me. And you didn't go And to I said, there. I don't go to church there. I'm not in trouble. 
I'm not even But saying. my mama was she madder. Was she was what? madder about it. Yeah. No, I do not advocate for that. That is not the right way to handle something at all, blah, blah, blah. You know, but as a teenage girl, like, that really hurt. I will say this, though. Like, God has really worked in my heart to help me come to a place of forgiveness and moving past that. And I can laugh. And I think God has used it in my life to help other people who've been hurt by different things within the church. (laughs) But at that time, it was devastating. That's very damaging. Like, yeah, I I mean, if you would have done something really, really bad, I could see it. But I could also see how that could have turned. And that could have been a point where you said, I'm not going to church anymore. This is what this is like. I mean, that hurt your feelings. That hurt. It, it stopped you from your ministry and, yeah, and everything. Absolutely. And it, it was just, yeah. I mean, embarrassing and ridiculous. Yeah, and things did change after that. With you know, and you know, when you grow up in a church, uh, especially that prior to mega churches being a thing, um, you knew your pastor. You knew their family. Oh yeah. I mean, I had gone there my entire life. Yeah. Um, and man, that hurts. It hurts. And because you feel like your family is, mm-hmm. you feel like you, I felt like I disappointed them. And then I felt like, what did I do wrong? Um, I just questioned everything. Yeah. But the amazing thing that to me that came out of all of that was that God showed me that I should not care more about what people in the church think than about what he thinks. That's true. And so I really like, I believe God allowed that to happen in my life so that I would put the right person on the pedestal and that was God only uh, because good. pastors make mistakes. Yeah. They are human beings and they should never be on the pedestal right. where God alone should reign and rule in your life. And you have to also know that they're going to make mistakes. True. That's a part of you protecting your heart from being too hurt. That's a good example. Yeah. I've never danced to baby got back since. <laughs> I have. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can I have. <laughs> um, I picked some funny lyrics for today because I think it's Church Pew or Barstool by J- Jason Aldean. It says, when That's you don't one. seem to run on either side of the fence, people act like you don't make sense. These big town dreams that I've been chasing will never come true if I wind up staying. And I don't want to fall in the same rut that everybody here seems to be stuck in now. Who do I hang around? Why do I hang around in this church pew or bad stool, bar stool, yeah. <laughs> bar stool kind of town? I think that's kind of the, the when people get hurt at church, yeah, they kind of go the opposite way, right? You know, um, and that's why we want to encourage you not to be that way, right? Don't let yeah. it turn you. Now there's churches and bars I've heard of. Oh, that's true. I mean, I'm not necessarily advocating for that, but um, but people say, well, I'd rather I might as well be in a, a bar because they'll treat me better or you know be less judgmental and and that kind of thing so they turn completely but yeah i think it's hard i think it's hard for even the strongest christian when to experience that hurt and push through it oh yeah um it's a good feeling when you do push through it it's Mm -hmm. like you have accomplished something and it i don't know it almost gives you a new lease on things yeah but at the same time it's something that sticks with you still it's true so um the bible says encourage yourself and others and and that's true because somebody's always going through something and yeah that may seem little like now we laugh that you got caught in there and you know you couldn't sing because you were (laughs) dancing the baby got back but at the the time that was huge i mean Mm. you might as well been that was a big deal you just thought i was on a pole that's how i felt (laughs) 
Shame. And that's how a lot of people feel in their situation. So um, we just need to encourage each other and yeah. listen to people because even though it doesn't seem big, it mm-hmm. it's big in their world, and we don't want it to be something that turns them away from church. Yeah. Um, give thanks and marvel at God's wonders, says in Colossians three sixteen. Yeah. Um, in all things, give thanks. Definitely. I mean, there's always situations, and there's always people saying something or you know judging this, but yeah. there's so many more things that we can be thankful for. Yeah. Um, grow humble. Grow and humble, honest self-awareness. I love that. James 4, 8. I think that one of the best things you can do for yourself is to to grow in those areas. Just being real. It goes back to the last podcast. Be who you are. Right. Um, Be aware of the things that you you do struggle with, the things you're good with, things you're bad with, and be honest about them. Mm -hmm. You know? And be aware of the times where maybe you've been a part of that hurt. That you call someone unknowingly, you know, because I've had to look back as an adult and be like, those people thought they were doing the right thing at that time. Um, And they, even though it was definitely not. um, And I've definitely come like, I still love that pastor. He has a very special place in my heart. And, you know, I've moved way past that. Love his family still. Mm -hmm. Love the church I grew up in. I had a great foundation. Um, But you do have to also be aware of the things that you've done. To contribute to the hurt of others. And I think growing and humble, honest self-awareness too, sometimes like maybe we want to be the the song leader or the, yeah. you know, we want to be that person, but we have to be self-aware that maybe that's not our gifts. Because a lot of people get mad yeah. and they'll leave and they'll quit and they'll get their feelings hurt because oh, yeah. they don't get to do something. But True. we need to be aware of what we're good at and yeah. what our gifts are mm-hmm. and where we're needed. Yeah. Or maybe God doesn't want you to use your gifts in this season, in this area. He wants you to try something different. True. Maybe outside of your comfort zone, you know? True. Pray with other people. Man, that's yeah. that's good. I love when somebody says, let's pray right now. Yeah. You know, on the phone, wherever. I it's think. also hard to be really ticked off at somebody and pray for them at the same time. Uh, yeah, that's really hard. It's hard, but I know I'm like, okay, God, I really don't need to pray for this person if I don't want to. Yeah, you got but that. it changes your heart. Yeah. You even have that tone of voice. God. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, yeah. Grow in wisdom and knowledge of God. Ephesians 3, 10. That comes with, I think, just your growth in your faith and your walk in Christ. You don't get quite as upset. And you, you know that maybe there's something more to things. Yeah. And you look at a different picture of what's going on. Yeah. Care for those who are most vulnerable, who are most vulnerable, and I think that's true. Like you guys, I was part of it too. As yeah. we were kids, we were kids, and and those are kids are vulnerable. Period. Yeah, teenagers are vulnerable. Some people say, "Well, are you gonna make these kids do this?" And do... I'm real funny about that because I don't want to yeah. turn a kid off from church by being Good a drill sergeant. They need to listen. Yeah. But at the same time, you want to show them that some patience and some understanding and caring and build that relationship. At that moment, mm-hmm. you could really do some damage to a kid that that's yeah. not. Yeah. They don't understand. Right. So you just have, or a new a new Christian, a new family. Right. They don't really understand things. Right. And they're just pushing through, and 
you have to have church language and all this stuff that they're vulnerable and they are very open to being hurt so you want to care for them and you want to be cautious um yeah because they'll grow and they'll learn too just Mm -hmm. like we are and we're still doing and we have to be patient with each other so what are some yeah. of these uh, counseling tips for the, the church hurt that church we go hurt, through? Yeah. I mean, we could talk about this all day, but yeah. I, one thing I'll say is church hurt is similar to being hurt by family because it's God's family. And sometimes in a way that feels worse because you expect people at church to know better or to act better, but you have to understand that they're human. Yeah. And you almost have to go into a church relationship understanding that people there may hurt you, but you have to be willing to forgive and meet them where they are. Mm-hmm. Um, forgiveness is so much more about you than it is anybody else. It's like you allowing yourself to move on. That's true. And God says, um, forgive because I forgive you, you know? And that's big. He forgave us for everything. So hard, yeah. We deserve death, hell in the grave. And he forgave us for all of that. Um, and forgiving doesn't mean necessarily that you reconcile with that person, that you have to go back, but... Right. Um, just letting it go and letting God work on that person's heart. Um, remember the church hurting you is not God hurting you. Mm-hmm. People big. get those two mixed a lot. Yes. He's choosing to do his work. God chooses to do his work through people like us who are flawed. And sometimes we hurt other people knowingly or unknowingly. Sometimes it's not even on purpose. You don't mean to. You made a joke and you came across wrong or whatever. Yes. You didn't mean to speak to someone the way that you did or or you're just immature at some point in your faith or whatever. Um, but God doesn't hurt you intentionally. God is always working and he won't waste your pain. He's not the source of your pain, but he will not waste it. And sometimes um, it's making you tough. Yeah. But for me, he allowed it so I would see, hey, I've got the wrong people on the pedestal here. Yeah. I'm more worried about what this person thinks than God. Whoa. And there's so many times today in my life that I think, there's no way I'm mad or going to fight about this. Do you know what I have been through? Right. Oh, yes. It makes you tough. It makes you tougher. Totally does. And tough skin is really important. (laughs) (laughs) I'm very sensitive. Am I going to slap? Um, the next thing is to seek healing for your hurt, whether that's through counseling, um, talking to people, um, not in a gossipy way, but talk to people about your hurt, um, who might can help you through that, who can pray with you, um, forgive people. That's a huge way to help healing to happen. It Um, is. Sometimes you have to remove yourself or, you know, just change certain things for a while and then you're able to yeah. see it better and to forgive better. Mm-hmm. Um, it really just depends on your situation, but you yeah. do have to heal from it. You do. You can say that you're healed and say that you're mm-hmm. forgiving people, but yeah, until it's really, truly happened in your heart. So true. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, finally, I'll just say don't quit. Keep seeking God. Keep showing people grace. Keep forgiving people and keep moving forward. Um, and mostly ask God what you can learn through that experience. And let that hurt be something that you can use to help others. But don't give up on God's people. Know, right. that, know that they're flawed. Go in there understanding that. But right. keep seeking to serve Him because God called us to do that. I don't necessarily understand all of His ways, 
But that's where faith comes in. We have to trust Him whether we understand it or believe it or can see all the results of it. Sure. God put the lonely in families, and sometimes that's church. Um, and church is a part of what God calls us to be a part of. And so finding that place for you uh, and your family is very important. It can be life-giving, too. I mean, some of my greatest hurts have definitely happened in the church. Sure. But so has some of my greatest right. healing in relationships and some of the most loving and kind people who've been there for me through thick and thin have been also in the church. That's what I was thinking. How I can think back on all the times that just growing up in church yeah. and parents in ministry, me being in ministry, it, it's been tough. There's so many hard things, but as much as we've been through, I'm like, yeah, I'm still feeling those highs and those wonderful yeah, things same. right now I mean, absolutely yeah it's not that you're gonna quit it's right. just that you gotta keep fighting the yep. good fight and not give up exactly exactly so, because other people need you yeah you know so, they do and god's still choosing to work through that yeah so we want to if you've been hurt by a church we want to apologize for that or anybody i love it absolutely and we know how it feels half of the church and if you're going through that right now or it's part of something keeping you away from church, we hope that you'll work through that and you'll put that behind you and just move forward because God needs you. He, he wants does you to. need you. He does need you. Amen. Um, or God not necessarily doesn't need you, but He chooses you. He chooses to use us. That's right. So, we yeah, wanna, hopefully this is encouraging to you guys today. Yeah, we want to thank you for tuning in to Miss Congeniality and the Third Runner Up podcast. We hope that you were able to laugh and be encouraged and um, just listen to our perspective from a youth leader and a professional counselor. And we hope that you'll continue to listen to our podcast and please be sure to be sure to share with your friends online. Thanks. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to Miss Congeniality and the Third Runner-Up Podcast. We hope that you were able to laugh and be encouraged by our small-town girl talk from the perspective of a children's pastor and a professional counselor.